Hi, YouTubers and WhatSavers everywhere. It's SparkerGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Got a brand new coffee, courtesy of viewer Rodney Ripplinger. Rodney, thank you very, very much. Hang on one minute. That is really, really a delightful, delightful cup of coffee. This is uh, Organic Mexico Oaxaca Coffee, the Kirkland brand, which I believe is available at Costco. There is the Kirkland name right there. There is the label Organic Mexico Oaxaca. Now that is spelled uh, O-A-X-A-C-A and it's pronounced Oaxaca. Uh, yes, I had to look that up, <laughs> but that's how it's pronounced. And it is really a delightful, delightful uh, coffee. Uh, the tasting notes are caramel, chocolate, and roasted peanuts. It is a medium roast. It is really, really terrific. And it is whole bean, so I ground some this morning. And it just filled. <laughs> it just filled the room with this wonderful, wonderful aroma. Right before brewing, I mean, just grinding up that bean was just that was really delightful. I really enjoyed that. So uh, it just brews a really, really nice cup of coffee. We got plenty for uh, this morning's show, no doubt about it. So my thanks to uh, Rodney Ripplinger for very, very kindly sending this along. Thank you very, very much, Rodney. I really do appreciate it. Once more, folks, Organic Mexico Oaxaca Coffee. Uh, it's the Kirtland, Kirk, Kirkland brand. I believe that's available at Costco, if I recall correctly. So my thanks to Rodney Ripplinger for that. Really, really terrific coffee. And my mug this morning, uh, check it out, Believe in Dreams. You've seen me mention this organization before. I got this uh, mug from my uh, friend Eddie Chaffetz. I helped them out in one of their Believe in Dreams program regarding cartoon, uh, cartooning, that sort of thing. I was a dream grantor, which was really kind of neat. Uh, they brought me in to talk to some young folks about cartooning and illustration and that sort of thing. I was happy to do that. And uh, it's a great organization. It was started by uh, Eddie's uh, brother-in-law, John DeJulius. And uh, the reason why I mention them is because now that we're in the holiday season, a lot of people like to uh, put certain charities on their gift-giving lists towards the end of the year. So if you're considering a charitable donation to some organizations, please give Believe in Dreams a look. Uh, that's why we have the mug this morning and uh, really, really fantastic. Hey, as we like to say on the show, a good coffee, no, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Hang on one minute. Hmm. That is really, really wonderful. And hey, if you're taking me along in your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. If you're tuning into the podcast this morning, Thanks very much for that. I really, really do appreciate it. Boy, we got a great show for you this morning. How was Thanksgiving? Was Thanksgiving good for all the folks here in the United States of America? Thursday, this past Thursday, was Thanksgiving. I got together with uh, my brother Tom, his wife Lori, their kids. We had a really, really wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving meal. And I hope you did as well. Uh, Black Friday. Wow, I woke up to a lot of Black Friday sales in my inbox uh, from a lot of different shaving companies. Uh, I got um, Black Friday sales, uh, email flyers, so to speak, and, um, email flyers and announcements, so to speak, from Razor Emporium, Shave Nation, Jack Black, Alpha Shaving, Sudsy Soapery, Chiseled Faced, West Coast Shaving, The Art of Shaving, Hendrix Classics and Company. 
just to name a few. Yeah. So uh, the holiday season, uh, holiday shopping season, holiday gift giving season has kicked off. Today is Cyber Monday. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of opportunities for uh, deals on a lot of great wet shaving gear from folks like uh, Razor Emporium, Phoenix Shaving, again, Shave Nation, Chiseled Face, Suzzy Soapery, etc. So really looking forward to that. And uh, let us know if you come across some great, great uh, Cyber Monday sales. If I come across anything, I will be sure to tweet it out. So uh, follow me at GeorgeToonBlog, uh, at GeorgeToonBlog on Twitter, which is now called X. Hang on one minute. Let me check that out again. Yes, uh, my, uh, my handle is at GeorgeToonBlog. I got to double check that all the time. I'm not entirely sure. I see my George character there in my in my X or uh, Twitter handle on my page. I just can never remember <laughs> my handle, at GeorgeToonBlog. That's my, uh, my Twitter or my X handle. So if I come across anything for Cyber Monday, especially from Phoenix Shaving, I will be sure to tweet that out to everyone. So uh, stay tuned. Looking forward to some great, great Cyber Monday sales. And we have got a great show for you this morning. We've got a great shaving tip. Uh, we've got another update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. A little bit of an update there. Uh, we also uh, got some new wet shaving gear we want to show you. We also have uh, some great refill comments, questions and comments, that sort of thing. I have not shaved yet because I am planning on doing a review. And of course, I want to have more of a canvas, so to speak, when I do the review. Uh, again, I'll just mention, I've mentioned this before, some viewers, when they see my videos, and I only have one day's worth of beard growth, they say, you don't have enough beard growth there. Are you shaving anything? I am fair skinned, so sometimes that whisker does not photograph as well as I'd like it to. So um, I like to give it an extra day sometimes uh, in order to do a review of a new soap, a new razor, a uh, new shaving brush, that sort of thing. So there's a little more whisker to, that, that can be photographed. And whereas I don't like having that extra day's beard growth because I like to um, shave every day, <laughs> sometimes I just have to um, let it grow in a little bit so it can photograph uh, a little a little easier. It's, uh, it's, it's, you can see it a little bit better there. So uh, you've probably seen uh, some past videos. Like I would say probably last couple of weeks I've had videos where there were I had two and three days worth of beard growth. And I hope that does photograph a little easier. And I hope you're able, well, let me put it this way. I hope you're able to see the beard growth a little easier when I start to shave. That's the whole, uh, that's the whole idea behind it. And maybe I have to adjust my lighting or something. I don't know. But right now, we're, we're not having a shave just yet. We're going to uh, do that uh, later on. And uh, maybe tomorrow morning, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, and do a review of some of this great stuff that we're going to be talking about on the show here today. All right, great. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Hey, let's get the show kicked off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Tom Donnarumma, and Tom writes, Mark, everyone is talking about the Russian blade factory shutdown and wondering where they will get good blades. Well, I can tell you that my go-to blade didn't come from Russia, 
so I don't have to worry. My go-to blade is none other than the Rockwell's DE blades. I've been using them for over five years and they come through every time. My backup blade is the Viking Revolution blades, which are readily available on Amazon. They are made in Japan. Hope the viewers enjoy the tip. Tom Donnarumma. Tom, thanks very, very much for this. There you go, folks. Another great option if you're looking for a razor blade to replace the razor blades that will potentially disappear once the St. Petersburg factory in Russia is closed uh, for good, I guess. That's what the word is. So Tom is recommending the Rockwell razor blade. Uh, and you know what? Here is my 6S right here. Just let me show you. When you do buy a Rockwell razor like the 6S, and here's the 6S right here. Okay, they do give you a tuck of about five blades. And there is the Rockwell uh, stainless steel blade. This is Swedish steel. These are made from Swedish steel, as it says right there. Yeah, five Swedish steel blades right there, right there on the label, right? So that's what you're getting. It is a very, very good blade, no doubt about it. And of course, don't forget the Vikings Revolution razor blade that Tom also recommended that are readily available on Amazon. So there you go. Two more options for razor blades if you find you're missing your favorite razor blade that was being made in St. Petersburg, Russia. Tom, thanks very, very much for the shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip of the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Tom, thanks very much for the shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday morning mailbag is also available as a podcast. Just get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now right here on YouTube. Well, this morning we have a few updates to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. The first update is that all five winners have contacted me. I have their shipping addresses. In fact, uh, second prize, third prize, fourth prize, and fifth prize have already been shipped to those winners. So I'm waiting to hear word that they have received their prizes. So uh, again, all five winners have contacted me. Second, third, fourth, and fifth prizes have already been shipped. Now, uh, our first prize winner, Mr. Masher, was given a really, really nice option uh, from Chuck Price. Now, Chuck, as you recall, donated this absolutely beautiful vintage straight razor right here. Here it is right here. Okay, there it is. Isn't that beautiful? I think this is about 100 years old. It's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, Chuck contacted me about the time we were getting ready to do the giveaway and said, you know, whoever wins the straight razor, and the straight razor was in the first prize package, he said, whoever wins the straight razor, if, if they'd like, 
uh, I will uh, swap out a vintage safety razor if they're not crazy about using a straight razor, which I thought was really, really very, very generous of him. And I contacted uh, our first prize winner, Mr. Masher, and I said, hey, you know, if you'd like, you can have a vintage safety razor in place of the straight razor. And uh, Mr. Masher said, yes, he would like that. So I'm just waiting for that vintage safety razor to arrive, and then I will ship the first price package all the way to Malaysia because Mr. Masher lives in Malaysia. So my thanks to uh, Chuck Price for very, very kindly uh, offering that substitution. That means, folks, that uh, this straight razor, this vintage straight razor, goes back into the hopper, and this will be the one of the prizes for the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Right here, this beautiful, beautiful vintage straight razor. This is going to be available once more uh, for the for the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. When we get to 15,000 subscribers, someone is gonna win this beautiful, beautiful vintage straight razor. So my thanks again to Chuck, not only for the straight razor, but also for uh, allowing the option to swap it out for a vintage safety razor. The vintage safety razor that uh, Chuck is sending uh, is a vintage is a vintage tech safety razor with both long and short handles. So thank you very very much for that, Chuck. I really really do appreciate it. And again, our winner, our first prize winner, Mr. Masher, lives in Malaysia. Now that brings me to the next update. I was on Facebook and I happened to see a post by. Jerry Pleshy, who runs the Shave Dad Facebook group. And he was doing a giveaway for a uh, shave soap and aftershave splash. And he said in his post that uh, it was open to all the participants worldwide. It was open to everyone worldwide. But if you are, in, if you are uh, international, outside the United States, I can't ship you the aftershave splash because that's prohibited. And I thought, what? Well, what, what, what do you mean by that? I, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, and I contacted Jerry and I did some other research. And sure enough, uh, you cannot ship alcohol liquids, alcohol-based liquids internationally. That's prohibited. The United States Postal Service won't do it. U, uh, UPS won't do it. FedEx won't do it. Um, I, I, I went up to the uh, United States Postal Service and I looked at their website. I also contacted my local post office and they told me, nope, sorry, an aftershave splash, an aftershave balm that has alcohol in it, you cannot ship it internationally. But wow. So <laughs> I contacted the UPS store and they told me the same thing and they went on to say that no, none of the carriers will, will do it. Uh, they, won't, they will not ship uh, any alcohol-based liquids. Uh, it's prohibited to be shipped internationally. So uh, that means that unfortunately, the Affogato aftershave splash, the Affogato EDT that uh, Jimmy V very, very kindly sent along, the uh, chocolate bourbon aftershave splash that Jimmy V also sent along, uh, this was the, uh, I believe this was the, uh, the cold spices. That's the chocolate bourbon there. This is the Phoenix Shaving uh, Cold Spices aftershave as well. Uh, this one here, this cannot be shipped. This cannot be shipped um, at all because it's alcohol-based. Contains alcohol. Um, I was also told by uh, a UPS representative that if it says alcohol on the label, 
it cannot be shipped. Now, this witch hazel uh, from Phoenix Shaving uh, says 14% alcohol on the label there. See that right there? So based on the labeling, uh, I don't believe I'm going to be able to send this either. Uh, and uh, that means that these items have to stay behind. Now, uh, a gray area is the Cremo shaving cream set. This has uh, is alcohol-based as all, but it's a different kind of alcohol. This might be permitted. I'm still doing a little bit of research on it. If it's a gray area, I'm probably, I'm probably not going to include it because of this uh, alcohol prohibition. Uh, I, you know, I would rather be safe than sorry. Uh, also, there is, um, there is a prohibition. Uh, they prohibit the shipping of um, lithium-ion batteries and certain devices that contain lithium-ion batteries. Again, that's kind of a gray area, and I wasn't entirely sure. And I contacted Mr. Masher about this, and he said, well, that's okay, I, I understand, but uh, that means that the Pre-Tech safety razor, Pre-Tech electric razor, rather, the Pre-Tech electric razor, uh, will not be going overseas as well because I'm not entirely sure about shipping this. And Mr. Masher said, well, I'm really not interested in electric razors, so just hang on to it. So that means that uh, these items that cannot be shipped are going to go into the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, the shave soaps, for instance, the Affogato shave soap that came with this uh, set, Aftershave Splashy DDT, uh, the shave soap is going to be shipped, and all the other hardware is going to be shipped, but uh, the the alcohol-based splashes and uh, EDTs, that sort of thing, uh, cannot be shipped. It, it's prohibited from being shipped internationally. And I have uh, I've done a little bit, of, again, I've contacted uh, United States Postal Service, UPS store, and I'm being, this is what I'm being told. So I was not aware of this. So my sincere apologies to Mr. Masher and to all the viewers out there. Uh, I was not aware. Going forward, we're going to have to put that that provision in our rules that if you live internationally and you win a prize package that contains uh, aftershave splashes that are alcohol-based, you know, we can't ship them to you. So um, I'm really, really very, very sorry about that. So uh, hopefully this will make up for it a little bit. I'm going to include a, a brand new Pearl uh, L55 safety razor right here. This is brand new, never been opened. That's sealed up. So this will go into the prize package to uh, for Mr. Masher in place of some of the stuff that he has lost, as well as uh, 50 of the uh, Persona Platinum razor blades. We'll, we'll include these as well. And we have uh, tucks of 10 right here. So that's 10, 20, 30, 40, 10, 20, <laughs> 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 right there of the Persona Platinum Razor Blades because we've been talking about the Persona Platinum Razor Blades. Uh, we'll include those. And we're also going, going to include 50 of the Wilkinson Sword uh, Razor Blades made in Germany. So we have um, 50 of these. Five, here we go. Let's see, I, can, can you see that there? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 right there. And another... Uh, Right here, another 5, 10, another 5, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 right there. So we have 50 right there, 50 of the Wilkinson Sword razor, uh, razor blades, 50 of the Wilkinson Sword razor blades and 50 of the Persona Platinum razor blades. 
uh, along with the Pearl Classic Safety Razor, the L55, brand new, uh, in place of uh, these other items that uh, cannot be shipped because not allowed to be shipped internationally. My, my sincere apologies again to Mr. Masher, but uh, still a really, really terrific first prize package with a lot of great stuff in it. Uh, again, I will double check on the Cremo shave cream to make sure that that can be shipped. If, it's, if I'm in doubt about that, I'm going to err on the side of caution. I don't want to violate any rules. And uh, the other items, uh, for sure, the aftershave splashes, uh, the electric razor uh, are going to stay behind. Uh, and I think that's going to include the witch hazel as well. Now, if anybody has any information on this that can clearly define what can be sent and what cannot be sent, if you have any information that verifies that, say, the witch hazel or the cremo shave cream can be sent, please contact me and let me know. I really would appreciate it because I want to make sure that uh, our first prize winner receives as much as possible uh, from, from, from these items. I, obviously, the aftershave splashes and the colognes cannot be sent, but uh, maybe the witch hazel, maybe the, maybe the cremo shave cream can. I'm not entirely sure. This was something I was unaware of. I did not realize this at all until I saw Jerry Plushy's post. And again, as I say, upon further investigation, I found out that alcohol-based liquids are prohibited, and that includes aftershave splashes, EDT, perfumes, and uh, uh, balms, that sort of thing. That's my understanding. So um, if you happen to know uh, a little bit more about this and can, and can clarify this, Please contact me and let me know. But um, I'm still awaiting the vintage safety razor from uh, Chuck Price, so none of this is going to be shipped until probably later on this week. So there's still some time to uh, rectify the situation and maybe reorganize things and, and that sort of thing. Uh, at least figure out if the witch hazel and the cremo shave cream can be sent. Uh, but uh, everything is everything else is ready to be shipped. I'm just waiting for that vintage safety razor. And again, anybody has any clarification on these other items that I've mentioned, please, please let me know. And um, again, my apologies to Mr. Masher. I, I was not aware of this, this, uh, this law, this rule that prohibits the international shipment of alcohol-based uh, liquids. So um, uh, we'll be sending your prize package uh, just as soon as we get the vintage safety razor and can figure out uh, the status of uh, some of these other items I talked about. So that's the update for the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, we'll get this sent off to Mr. Masher as soon as possible. If you have received, if you are a winner and you've received your prize packages, please contact me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Send along a photo. Let us all know that you received uh, your winnings. And uh, again, I'm looking forward to the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway because we will be including uh, this vintage straight razor uh, as well as these other items that were unable to be shipped internationally. So again, going forward, we're going to have to have that provision, that qualification, that rule put in that if you live internationally and you happen to win something that contains uh, alcohol, like an alcohol-based splash or EDT, something like that, uh, we will not be able to ship internationally. So um, that's kind of the uh, the update that I have so far. And hopefully uh, next week 
we'll have a whole wrap-up of everything, and I'll let you know uh, how things went with the uh, first price package being shipped all the way to Malaysia. That's absolutely fantastic, though, that we have a viewer in Malaysia. So congratulations again to Mr. Masher. We'll get you your winnings as soon as possible, and I appreciate your understanding regarding this whole matter. So there you go, folks. That's the updates this morning on the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that is terrific. That is really, really nice. My thanks again to uh, viewer Rodney Ripplinger for very kindly sending along organic Mexico Oaxaca. <laughs> right there, Oaxaca. O-A-X-A-C-A. -A -A. Now, uh, the only reason why I got the pronunciation correct is because I have it written phonetically here on the screen as W-A-H-H-A-H-K-A-H. Oaxaca, and that's how this is pronounced. At least that's what my research tells me. It's pronounced Oaxaca. But again, it's a medium roast, tasting notes of caramel, chocolate, and roasted peanuts, and it is really, really terrific. Really, really enjoying this coffee this morning. It's the Kirkland brand that is available at uh, Costco, I believe. I believe that's available at Costco. So my thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger for very kindly sending that along. I really do appreciate it. It's whole bean and again, it was terrific in the coffee grinder. I mean, from start to finish, it was a great cup of coffee. The grinding the beans and brewing them, just absolutely wonderful, wonderful coffee-making experience this morning. So thanks again to Rodney. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, let's get to some of these refill comments. Uh, Mike Perit wrote, another great Monday morning mailbag. Thanks very much, Mike. Uh, another razor that is closer to the Henson is the Yates winning razor that is about to be re-released. I love these style razors for shaving my head as they have a small cutting angle where if I use a regular DE, uh, I nick myself adjusting too much before the curves of my head. I can understand that uh, very, very well, Mike, because I shave my head with the safety razor as well. And that angle, that's that angle face that's cut into the razor head, uh, yeah, that is really, really a great, great aid when you're shaving a head. Now, I do have the winning razor, and I forgot about it. Hang on one minute. Let me go get it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah, I forgot to put this down before uh, recording the refill segment, but here it is right here. This is the Yates winning razor right here. Now, uh, this comes in a machine finish. But mine is polished because I happened to purchase this from Charles Smith at uh, a wet shave meetup about two years ago. And he said, you know what? I, I have a few of these. I polished one up. If you're interested, I can sell it to you. And he gave it to me at a really nice price. And it is a terrific, terrific razor. And uh, the reason why I purchased it was, number one, it was beautifully polished by Charles. Thank you again, Charles. But uh, at the time I bought it, they were discontinued. They did not make them anymore. And Yates announced that they were indeed manufacturing these razors again. And I believe I just saw an announcement that they had their first run 
uh, announced, and they sold out in, I think it was 12 minutes. Correct me if I'm wrong, folks. If anyone else saw that announcement in email, uh, I believe I'd have to go back and check my email uh, to um, to verify that. But yeah, it sold out in, like I think it was like 12 minutes. So a very, very popular razor from the folks at Yates. And uh, I really do enjoy this. And again, the reason why we were talking about the Yates razor and the tile razor from Yaki and uh, some of the other razors is because of that angled head uh, that is very, very similar to the design of the Henson that allows you to very, very easily find that shaving angle. And yeah, it, that's a, a really nice feature if you do use a safety razor for head shaving. You can find that angle uh, when doing your head shave uh, all the more easier, especially when you're flying blind, so to speak, when you're using the razor behind your head, as I do, without looking at it. I was, when I first started doing my uh, my head shaves, I was holding up a mirror and looking in the mirror behind me to try to see where I was going, and it got too confusing, and viewers were saying, no, no, just kind of, just feel your way uh, behind your head uh, when you're doing a head shave. And that works very, very well, except for the occasional uh, blemish or other bump in the road that I might not see that accidentally may get nicked because I don't see it. Usually when you see something like that, you can adjust your technique a little bit. But if you don't see it, uh, you usually, uh, maybe a small nick, and they're like small micro nicks. They're, it's nothing that is uh, excessive. Usually seals up with a little cold water and an alum block. Uh, still, I have to I have to be careful. And maybe before I do my head shave, maybe run my hands, my fingers around the area in the back of my head to make sure uh, if uh, every if I have a clear path, so to speak. So, and I and I am due for another head shave. I think I'm probably going to do another head shave, and uh, I'm planning to do that on camera as well. So, uh, Mike, thanks very, very much for that comment. Really do appreciate it. Charles Price uh, wrote, The reason for brush loading being the way it was always done is probably because all the old soaps were so hard you couldn't scoop them. That makes sense. This goes back to our discussion of do you scoop soap or do you brush load? And uh, Jimmy V Photographer was saying that he is scooping now because he feels that blooming a puck uh, is wasting a lot of soap. That a lot of that soap in that wa bloom water uh, is just thrown down the sink. Uh, whereas with scooping, he, he can control the amount of soap that he's using. Uh, and uh, I had mentioned that Douglas Smythe had mentioned that uh, brush loading was the way to go back in the day. That's how it was done. No one scooped. And Charles, I think you're probably correct. The soap was harder, which meant that you couldn't scoop. Yeah, absolutely. That makes absolutely. That makes that, that makes sense. Is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Viewer Stan Chapman wrote, "Happy Thanksgiving." Well, happy belated Thanksgiving to you as well, Stan. This style of video, covering lots of products and answering viewers' questions, is my favorite type of videos. Well, thanks very much for that, Stan. I really do appreciate it. In regard to shave brushes, same as my razors, I like the variety and differences between them. I use all of them, including synthetics, badger, badger boar mix, boar, and even horsehair. Variety is the spice of life. Hey, Stan, thanks very much for this comment. This was in regards to our discussion last week 
about whether or not a synthetic was better than a badger or a boar or if a badger is better than a synthetic, that sort of thing. And my general answer was that um, all three of those brushes are very good. They just, uh, they just require different techniques and different approaches in using them. I will amend my comments by saying that I think, uh, in my experience, that the synthetic brush... Uh, including these new synthetics, which are just wonderful. These new synthetic brushes are very easy to use. You can have a heavy hand, and they're very, very forgiving. So for anyone starting out uh, with a traditional wet shave, I would say start with a synthetic shaving brush because you'll get a very good uh, result in building a lather very, very easily, more so than you would with, say, a badger or a boar brush both of which require a certain level of finesse and technique that can be developed and learned over a period of time. But right out of the, right out of the gate, I would say a synthetic is probably the easiest and, and, and most forgiving of the brushes that are out there, uh, in my opinion, in my experience. Uh, I'll leave it to the viewers out there. Please comment below. If, uh, please comment below if you agree with that. And in regards to horsehair, I've never used a horsehair brush. I'm very, very curious about how a horsehair brush performs, and how uh, you have to uh, modify your technique and approach with it in building a lather, that sort of thing. So thanks very much for that, Stan, and thanks for reminding me that I need to try a horsehair brush. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Beth Jones uh, uh, wrote, uh, good morning, Mark. Wishing you and all your 10,000 subscribers a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks very much again, Beth. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to you and your entire family. I am also a huge fan uh, of the Henson Razor and do indeed own the TI-22 both in mild and medium. I have used the Parker 78R as well. I have learned that with the Parker 78R, I need to use a mild but sharp blade like the Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blades, the Gillette Swedes, and the Persona Crystal Blades, which are getting really hard to find. Well, thanks very much for that, Beth. I have not heard of the Persona Crystal Blades. That's a new one to me. Persona Crystal Blades. Folks, uh, if you've heard of these blades, if you have used them, please comment below and let us know. Beth, Thanks very, very much for the heads up on these. Now, of course, the Menorah Golden Shaves are wonderful. Beth has sent both those and the uh, Swedes to the channel. They are absolutely fantastic, and I really love using those. Uh, I love the Personum Platinums that we've talked about on the channel, as well as the Comfort Coated, which I think are also known as the Persona Lab Blues. Uh, those are great, uh, and I did a comparison shave last week between the Comfort Coated and the Persona Platinum. Uh, but the Persona Crystals, uh, or Persona, Persona Crystal Blades, I have not heard of these before. Uh, thanks very much for the heads up on these, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Again, it just uh, illustrates how great the traditional wet shave is because there is so much available. Every time I turn around, uh, a viewer is is introducing us to uh, yet another new razor or new blade, uh, some of which I have not heard of. So Persona Crystal Blades, new to me, Beth. Thanks very, very much for passing that along to uh, all the viewers out there. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Andrew Hill wrote, 
Nice show today, as always. Hey, thanks very much for that, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. I'm having a new coffee today. Black Rifles Beyond Black. Nice, smooth, dark roast. And I like the tip today. A nice reminder how different everyone's face is. A lot of nice new shave gear. Uh, the Rex looked very sharp. Again, great show. Have a good week and a good Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks very much for that, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. Funny you should mention Black Rifles Beyond Black. Uh, this arrived just this past week, uh, and I'll be using it probably next week. Black Rifle Beyond Black. Yeah, I think I think now this is my last delivery of the uh, current cups, uh, the Black Rifle Coffee of the Month that I received from my uh, nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. But uh, yeah, uh, this is the Beyond Black that arrived. <laughs> and I agree with you. It's a terrific, terrific, uh, terrific, terrific selection from Black Rifle. It really is terrific. I like it a lot. Beyond Black. Yeah, so I happen to have some. And uh, we'll be firing that up in an upcoming Monday morning mailbag. So thanks for reminding me of that. Because, again, it just arrived uh, just the previous week. So I'm looking forward to using that one, too. Uh, thanks again, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. Hey, Bart Bartlett uh, wrote, uh, Mark, lots of goodies for the rabbit hole dwellers in today's Monday morning mailbag. When it comes to safety razors, I don't have difficulty finding the correct shaving angle. What I don't like are safety razors with too much positive blade exposure because I'm more prone to getting a nick or two. The shaves just aren't as comfortable. Regarding Persona razor blades, I did a trial with the Lab Blues and Platinums. I shave with each five times using my Rockwell 6S. After using both blades, the results were no degradation with the shaves from the first to the fifth shave. The only difference I see is that the Lab Blues have a marginally higher price. <laughs> Best wishes for a happy and turkey-filled Thanksgiving. Well, thanks again, Bart, and again, a belated happy Thanksgiving to you and your entire family. Uh, you know what? Uh, the comparison shave that I did between the Lab Blues and the Platinums, I found that they were just neck and neck. Uh, they were both great, great blades. And the Platinums, I think, were a little bit smoother for me. But yes, your point is correct. The Platinums are more affordable. Uh, and the blades are very, very similar. So if you're looking, so if you're trying to decide which one to buy, know that they're, they're very, very similar in the shave that they give. And I think the Platinums are a bit smoother for me. But yeah, they, uh, they are a little more cost effective. So thanks for pointing that out, Bart. Really do appreciate it. Viewer BHIL8253 wrote, the Mula 89 or 89 Twist are a great choice when you become more advanced and want a quality razor at a good price point. It's a mild, medium aggression, but extremely efficient. Hey, thanks very much for mentioning that. Yeah, that Mula 89 Twist especially is very, very intriguing. Now, I kind of had a, a taste of what that razor is like through uh, Global Shave uh, Club's uh, Echo Storm two-piece razor. I did a review on this uh, a few years back. This is a two-piece razor, and this is a very, very similar configuration and look uh, to the uh, Mula 89 Twist. Uh, here it is. It's just a two-piece razor, so you just uh, uh, undo the uh, base, the, the cap plate from the base plate by twisting it right here like this. And, of course, uh, that undoes 
that uh, threaded cap right there like that. So it is a two-piece razor, uh, and the base plate is attached to the handle, and the cap has a shorter threaded post. But again, you, when you just insert your, your blade and you just twist that bottom knob and uh, you close up the uh, cap to the base plate. And yeah, this was a really terrific razor. Now, this is available at uh, Swiss Shave, which used to be known as Global Shave Clubs, uh, for $24.99, in case you're interested. Uh, it's, uh, it's advertised as, as solid brass frame, heavy knurling, double-plated chrome, uh, and noble brass. The uh, handle diameter is 0.7 inches. The length is 4 inches. The overall length is 4.25 inches. The aggression is 3.5 out of 5, and it weighs 3.6 ounces. So that's my only experience with a Mula 89 twist type of razor, which is the Echo Storm. But now that you've mentioned it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire this one up again. This was this was a a, a really nice razor, a, a great shaving experience with a with a, a yet another two piece razor. Uh, of course, the uh, the Progress adjustable is a two piece razor, as is the Parker variant, and the uh, 34C from Mula. Is all or the Mercur, the Mercur 34C is also a two-piece razor. So uh, I happen to have the Echo Storm from Global Shave Clubs International, also known as Swiss Shave now, and uh, a really nice razor, two-piece razor at a nice price point. Uh, so I can't compare this to the 89 Twist, but the look and the design of it is very, very similar, is what I'm saying. So thanks very, very much for that. Uh, B Hill 8253. Uh, Sonny Forsberg, 9778, wrote, Grab a tin of Crema 3P Shave Soap. Also, almond scent. Very nice soap for the cost of a jar. Yeah, we talked about the uh, 3P pre-shave uh, that Rodney Ripplinger pointed out in a previous Monday morning mailbag. This is kind of the competitor to Parasso pre-shave. Well, they also make a shave soap. So thanks very much for that. We'll get a link for that and post it below. Thank you very much, uh, Sonny Forsberg, 9778. Uh, 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes wrote, taking and treating the soap for a shave. I prefer scraping or slicing. Blooming can be done on the spread piece of soap on the bottom of the lathering bowl, but using no more than one millimeter of water gently wiped over the soap in the bowl. You do not need a bunch of water. Let it stay in contact that way for about a minute before beginning agitating with the brush plus increments of more water. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. We talk about maybe smashing the soap in the bottom of a, of a lathering bowl, uh, but, but what 10 fluid ounce 30 minutes is talking about here is maybe getting us uh, just scraping off a little wedge, I guess you could say, a slice of it, like maybe a thin piece of cheese from a cheese block, that sort of thing, and then putting that on the bowl, a little water on top of that, letting it sit for a while, and then agitating it. That sounds like a great approach. So thanks for that, 10 fluid ounce. Uh, 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. Really do appreciate that. Uh, all the, all, you know what? This screen name is A-L-L-T-H-E-R-P-M. All Thurp M? <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce that. A good tip for a mild shaver, go vintage. Fat boy, slim, super adjustable, even an old blue tip. You know what? I agree with that. That is a really, really good uh, shaving tip. 
And uh, you know what? Let me know if I've ever sent you a sketch. Email me because we'll use that on an upcoming shaving tip just to remind folks that that is a really, really good approach in uh, learning the traditional wet shave, getting one of these great vintage safety razors that uh, are kind of built on the mild side with the exception of a few out there. But for the most part, they're very, very mild and efficient. At least that's been my experience with the super speeds that I've used from my late fathers to a few others, plus the Gillette vintage techs. Boy, those are really nice and mild as well. Yeah, so a great, great uh, shaving tip. And of course, if you're using a Fat Boy or Slim, you can always adjust to the mild side in learning, in learning the traditional wet shave with one of those razors. As long as you keep it on the mild side. Uh, you know, keep it on the mild side and kind of work with that for a, a period of time. And then you can kind of move up uh, the level of aggression. Uh, yeah, so great, great tip. Really do appreciate that. All the RPM, all the RPM, I think that's what it is. All the RPM. <laughs> Viewer Charles Price asked the following, if you don't mind me asking, how does horse hair compare to badger? I have always wondered. So have I. I have not used a horse hair brush. If any of the viewers out there know, please comment below and let us know. Uh, even send a mini review if you'd like to mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll share it with all the viewers out there. Charles, I'm sorry, I have not yet used a horsehair brush. It's on my list of items I want to use. I've always been intrigued by them and I've seen them. I've never used one. So uh, that's definitely on my list. So thanks very much for the question. And again, folks, if you have experience with a horsehair brush, please comment below and let us know or email me your thoughts on that. Really, really interested in hearing from you. Viewer Jimmy V Photography shared some random thoughts on a variety of topics we had in the previous Monday morning mailbags. And he wrote, I really love my Henson TI-22 medium. It's a fantastic shaver. Uh, humans don't deserve dogs. They are pure love. This is in regards to that new shave soap that's being launched by Sterling Soap Company, uh, kind of honoring their two dogs uh, that they had in their family. Yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. Dogs are absolutely wonderful. Uh, synthetic brushes forever. I think the traditional brush load started up because the bases available back then were no match for modern bases like CK6 and the other amazing soap bases available. I remember shaving with my dad and the amount of effort it took to generate a lather that today takes two minutes for twice the lather. But I've also found that a wet brush swiped around on a dry CK6 soap six or seven times generates a ton of lather too. In the end, both paths lead to great lather. Yeah, Jimmy, I agree with that. First of all, I agree with when you say synthetic brushes. They're great, as I've mentioned. They're easy to use. They're very, very forgiving. If you have a heavy hand, they're still going to create a lot of lather. And I agree with you. The soap bases today are probably light years ahead of what was available back in the day. And yeah, uh, you're absolutely correct. Whether you bloom or whether you scoop, however you do it uh, with these modern soap bases, you're going to get a lot of lather. No doubt about it. Uh, with uh, very, very little effort, I might add, too. Yeah. So thanks very much for that, Jimmy. Really, really do appreciate it and agree with you. Uh, Nightly Truth wrote, 
Have you ever tried applying a shave puck the way you would the Cube 2.0? It's weird how well it works. I have a puck of citrus and spruce from the Craftsman Soap Company that I started doing that with, and you wouldn't believe how much easier it is to lather and how much better it makes it. No soaking needed. Just keep applying until you get a nice coating of it. Then use your brush and boom, lather. <laughs> Remember that because it's probably the soap I'm going to send to the channel as I think it would be better to highlight a smaller artisan than one everyone knows. Well, thank you very much. I will definitely look for that. Absolutely. Thank you so very, very much. Looking, looking forward to using and reviewing that and sharing with all the viewers out there. Uh, very citrus forward with a woodsy undertone. I like that. Uh, it's really a wonderful scent. Um, and he goes on to say he has the address from the George Toon sketch that I sent him. So I'm looking forward to that from Nightly True. Thank you so very, very much. And I have done a shave with just the Cube 2.0, uh, running it around on my face and then building a lather with the brush. And when the channel first started, I was primarily a face latherer, just as you have described, and I love face lathering. So a lot of what I did was um, loading the soap with the brush and this is going right up to the face or using a shave stick and rubbing that around on the face and then building a ladder that way. Uh, that's what's so great about shave sticks. They're very, very portable. Uh, you can make tons and tons, heaps and heaps of lather from them just by what you described, running it around on your face and then getting that damp brush and then building a lather right on the face that way. That is really, really a great way to build a lather, especially if you're on the road, you're traveling, and you want to save a little space in your dop kit. Absolutely. And thank you so much for supporting the channel and sending along that shave soap. Really looking forward to using and reviewing that one. Thank you again, Nightly Truth. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Alfred Spencer wanted to know where the phrase dead as a doornail came from because I mentioned this in the podcast uh, that I, I recommended uh, to uh, listeners out there. Pick up a copy of uh, A Christmas Carol. You can get a copy of The Christmas Carol uh, from uh, Project Gutenberg for absolutely free. If you have an e-reader like a Kindle or something like that, you can go up to Project Gutenberg and download the story absolutely free. Once these uh, stories uh, reach a certain age, they go into public domain. I think it's like 100 years. So The Christmas Carol is easily uh, 100 years or more older. And uh, it's available in public domain. So go up to Project Gutenberg. You can download it right to your Kindle and you can go go right, go right ahead and read it for free. Amazon also has uh, the uh, Christmas Carol available for free for your Kindle reader. There are a couple of, uh, a couple of editions out there that are available for free. And uh, I just happened to read the opening sentences of A Christmas Carol. And uh, the phrase, dead as a doornail, is used in the opening of the book. And Alfred uh, wanted to know, where did that originate? And I did uh, a little search. And it says here, the phrase, dead as a doornail, means completely dead or devoid of life or function. It has been in use since the 14th century and has its origins in medieval times. The phrase appears in Williams Langland's poem, Piers Plowman, from the 14th century, where it is written as dead as a door nail. Now that's spelled D-O-R-E dash N-A-Y-L. 
The phrase emphasizes the utter lifelessness or finality of a situation, thing, or concept. Uh, so uh, I was under the impression that Dickens was the first to use and coin that phrase. I was incorrect. It goes all the way back to the 14th century, and he just grabbed it and adapted it for his story. So again, with the holiday season kicking off, if you're looking for uh, something to do for the holiday uh, pastime, uh, pick up a copy of, the, of A Christmas Carol. It really is terrific. Or if you want to see a really uplifting version of that book on screen, check out the musical Scrooge starring Albert Finney. Boy, is that a terrific adaptation of, of uh, A Christmas Carol. I really like that version a lot. So uh, thanks again for uh, the question, Alfred. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's Refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Beth Jones sent along this heads up regarding Henson Razor. Uh, and she wrote, hey, Mark, here is the email I received from Henson today. Thought I would pass it along to you. Henson now has a storefront at Amazon, and they are experimenting with offering different products, including different handle lengths. Henson is now offering three handle lengths, short, standard, and long. Wow, that is some big news regarding the Henson razor and Henson shaving. Beth, thank you very, very much for sending us along. I did not know this. Wow. And uh, she sent along the email that they had sent out to customers. And in part, it reads, we launched an Amazon store. Why Amazon, you ask? This lets us try new accessories and products inspired by your feedback. We don't want these products to complicate the sale of the razor on our website. So we're trying Amazon as a testing ground for these new products. While our specialty remains manufacturing a razor with tight tolerances, we've also given in and put out some branded swag just for fun. Stay tuned for more launches in the coming months and check out our current offerings on Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. Beth, thank you very, very much for sending this along. There you go, folks. Check out Henson on Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. They now have a storefront up there where they're experimenting with offering different Henson products. Great, great news. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Well, it recently arrived and it came courtesy of viewer Bill Murphy. Bill, thank you very, very much. At the time I'm making this video, it's still available for sale at Phoenix Shavings website. What am I talking about? Atomic Pumpkin. Wow, is this a wonderful, wonderful scent. Atomic Pumpkin in CK6. So not only is it a fantastic scent, but you're going to get some fantastic lathering performance from CK6. This really is a delightful, awesome, masculine kind of scent. Oh my gosh, that is really, really terrific. And of course, I love that art as well. Absolutely fantastic. Atomic Pumpkin. Here's what Douglas writes on the product page. This isn't your basic seasonal pumpkin pie offering, my friends, but something far more sophisticated and alluring. West Indian Bay, 
Moro Blood Orange, Allspice, Light Cinnamon, Ginger, Nutmeg, and Elemi Resin. Trust me when I say this really is some festive masculine magic done right. Absolutely. This is really a wonderful, wonderful scent. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely fantastic. And Bill not only sent the shave soap, but he also sent along the aftershave splash and the star jelly. This is going to be my next shave. <laughs> absolutely. Really looking forward to this one. Here's something interesting also that is on the product page uh, regarding organic pumpkin seed oil. Uh, and this is what Douglas writes. Organic pumpkin seed oil, PSO, is rich in vitamin E, zinc, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, as well as antioxidants. It has tremendous benefits for the skin in terms of retaining moisture. This will be detected in a killer post-shave feel. Wow, I am really looking forward to that. Absolutely. Not only from the shave soap, but also from the aftershave splash and the star jelly. Again, at the time I'm making this video, Atomic Pumpkin is still available for sale. This is a, an autumn seasonal traditional offering from Phoenix Shaving. So uh, check it out. We'll have links below. Again, my sincere thanks to viewer Bill Murphy for very kindly and generously sending this along to the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers. Folks, Atomic Pumpkin from Phoenix Shaving. Check it out. We'll have a link below. Thanks again, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we've been talking about Persona razor blades, and Beth Jones very kindly sent along the AccuThrive razor blades. Now, these are Persona razor blades that have been rebranded and relabeled, and uh, she tried one. It didn't really work for her, so she sent me the balance of the 99, and I'm going to be doing a review on these. Now, here's what she wrote uh, to the uh, channel. Dear Mark, in close, please find the 99 of the AccuThrive razor blades. They did not work for me, but I thought I would send them to you since you have a large variety of razors and they might just work better with something you have in your arsenal. My main driver is the Henson razor, both the version one and the version two. But for some reason, I could not get this razor blade to seat properly with the Henson razors I have. It just did not feel right to me when I attached the handle to the razor head. Just not a smooth, snug fit. So I used the Parker 78R, and while I was able to properly seat the razor blade, I did not receive a smooth, comfortable shave. I nicked myself several times, and I also experienced razor burn, something I have never experienced with the Henson razor, no matter what blade I used. I hope your experience with these razor blades are more positive than mine, and I would like to see you use this blade in several different razors just to see if it does make a difference with regard to the razor being used. Please let me know how these blades work out for you. Best regards, Beth Jones. Beth, I'm certainly going to test drive these in a number of different razors. I'll try it in my Henson razor, and I'll also try it in uh, some of the Phoenix shaving razors I have, especially the uh, Ascension razors, the twist adjustable, it kind of vary the aggression level of it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try it in uh, the Rockwell uh, razor, the 6S, uh, the T2, uh, perhaps uh, some Vikings blade adjustable razors. Yeah, there's a yeah. I do have a number of razors I can try these uh, razor blades in. 
uh, and see how they perform. I'm so sorry to hear they didn't work out for you. Uh, I'll also um, be able to uh, give a comparison of these blades uh, in relation to, in comparison to the Persona Platinum Blade and also the uh, Persona Comfort Coated Blades. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how these AccuThrive stack up to those two because I really like both of those. So really interested in seeing how these are going to perform, not only in comparison to the Platinums and the Comfort Coated, but also how they uh as you say, stack up in some other razors that uh, we have in the shave den. So thanks very much for sending these along to the channel, Beth, and allowing me to uh, share these with all the viewers out there. We'll get a review done on these as soon as possible. Really looking forward to it. Uh, very, very curious about it based on your experience. Folks, have you tried the AccuThrive in a Henson or a Parker 78R? If you have, please comment below and let us know. Uh, AccuThrive razor blades. Uh, thanks again to Beth Jones. We'll get a review done on them as soon as possible. Thanks again, Beth. In a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about uh, Supply's brand new travel case for their SE razor. And Larry Sablotny purchased one and sent in this mini review. Uh, the new Supply razor travel case, I believe, is a better case than the original leather one. The old case leather did not have as great a leather as I would expect, and it was difficult to keep it from being marred. The old leather one worked well, but the new case looks to be a better quality. The new case is not made of leather, but to me looks much better and is not as expensive as the old model. This new supply travel case will keep your supply razor safe while traveling. Hey, Larry, thanks very much for the great endorsement of the new travel case from Supply for their SE razor. Really do appreciate it. And yeah, it's not leather, but it seems to be a material that will hold up better under travel conditions. So thanks very much for sending this along, Larry. Really, really do appreciate it. Bureau William Meredith sent this along regarding uh, Dollar Tree Shave Soap. And the uh, email subject heading was Dollar Store Dollar Shave. And he wrote, hello, Mark. I just finished a two-pass shave with the Be Pure Shave Soap I bought at the Dollar Tree. I let the puck of soap bloom for 10 minutes as I washed my face and prepared the razor and the blade. I used a metaphor razor from Phoenix Shaving, with a Persona Red Blade. I built a lather with the Green Ray from Phoenix Shaving as the brush I bought with the soap just fell apart from handling. I used the Green Ray on the puck, swirling it in the ceramic bowl I bought with the soap and then built the lather further in a Phoenix Shaving lather bowl with lather disc. Now the lathering bowls that uh, Phoenix Shaving sell uh, have a smooth bottom to them. Uh, but the lather disc is a silicone disc that you can place in the bottom of the lathering bowl, and that helps to create some resistance so you can uh, create uh, and agitate a lather much, much faster. So thanks for reminding us of the lather disc from Phoenix Shaving, William. Really do appreciate it. Uh, I use the ATG pre-shave puck from Phoenix Shaving to clean my face and then apply as a pre-shave. I brushed the lather on my face and it was thick and creamy, comparable to Vander Hagen shave soap. 
I made a north to south pass and then an east to west pass. The soap was slick and provided good glide. After the two passes, I rinsed my face and applied uh, the Nivea Sensitive Cool Post Shave Balm. The balm cooled any burning sensation and I was left with a nice post-shave feel. Thank you, William Meredith. Well, William, thank you very much because William very, very kindly sent along this puck of Be Pure Shave Soap from the Dollar Tree. We're going to use and review this. I am really looking forward to using this now based on William's review because I like the Vander Hagen Shave Soap. And if this is comparable or equivalent to Vander Hagen Shave Soap, I'm really looking forward to using this then. I mean, really, it sounds like it just makes a nice nice lather. And I also think I'll be using the ATG pre-shave puck. I believe I have one of those from Phoenix Shaving. If not, I'll use the cube, but I am going to use that as a pre-shave as well. And you know what? I think I'm going to do what William did. I'm going to use my uh, Metaphor razor. I'm going to use a Persona Red Blade. I'm going to use this shave soap. Yeah, I'm going to use this roadmap that William has outlined here. So I'm really looking forward to using this shave soap. It looks like it's a good performing shave soap that comes in at a really, really nice price point. So check out your local Dollar Tree uh, store for Be Pure Shave Soap. It's also available on Amazon and we will have a link to it on Amazon. So William, thank you again very, very much for the great review of the Dollar Tree Be Pure Shave Soap. And thank you also for sending this along and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Really, really do appreciate it. Tyler Fike sent along this information regarding the Laponics Shaving Kit, which is available on Amazon, and we will have a link to it below. And uh, Tyler wrote, Mark, this kit was the very first wet shaving product I bought, along with my Vikings Blade Chieftain Odin, when I first started wet shaving. I already had a cheap shaving brush from years before when I bought the Dr. Squatch Shaving Kit that they used to make. That was before I even knew how to use a brush and soap, laugh out loud. Needless to say, everything went in the garage other than the brush. Maybe fate knew I needed that brush in the future, so that's why I saved it. Anyways, I had since given the Laponics kit to my dad whenever I started buying artisan soaps and aftershaves. Well, the other day I came upon it again on Amazon and decided to purchase it because from what I remembered, it was pretty good stuff. Sure enough, it came today and I had a shave with it. Wow! To be perfectly honest, it really surprised me. This is only $16 and the performance is fantastic. The scent of the oil, cream, and balm is very nice. The cream doesn't have as strong of a sandalwood scent like the oil and balm, but it still smells very good. It explodes in lather and has good slickness and cushion. I actually ordered another one to have some on reserve because this is going in my rotation. It would be perfect for a new wet shaver, someone who travels a lot, or an experienced wet shaver for that matter. It really is a good quality product, especially for the money. I highly recommend you give it a try sometime. There is no doubt in my mind that you'll be pleasantly surprised as well. Thought you may like to check it out and wanted to pass it along to you. As always, take care and God bless, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate it. Now, this is the Laponic Shaving Kit for Men. 
Uh, it's an essential kit that includes sandalwood shaving cream, aftershave lotion, uh, and pre-shave oil. Uh, so we will have a link to it below. Tyler likes it. And yeah, at $16, that's a great, great price point. And with the holiday season here, uh, it'll probably, most likely, make a really, really good gift for the wet shaver in your life. So thanks very much for sending this along, Tyler. Really do appreciate it. Well, I got the following email from viewer Gary J.C., and this was in regards to uh, some of the razor blades that we love disappearing because that St. Petersburg plant is closing down. And uh, he provided an approach whereby you might be able to get some of your favorite blades in a roundabout way. Really kind of clever approach here. Uh, and he wrote, hello, Mark Zeredi. At least a few people on YouTube are discussing some winding down supplies of double-edged blades production and where the blades are or were produced. Some packaging for DE razors purchased through the razorbladesclub.com include several blades with low-priced razors. The two blades of special interest for some wet shavers would be the Astras and the Repairers. Now, uh, not only are, are what he's talking about available at, at razorbladesclub.com, but they're also it's also available at Amazon.com. And he's referring to Roman Empire shaving razors and blades. Now, this is the Caesar. We've reviewed this on the channel before. It's about $13 on Amazon. And it comes with a very nice uh, low-priced razor, about $10. And of course, uh, you know, a cap and a base plate and a handle. And it delivers a nice shave, as I recall. But it comes with 20 razor blades. It comes with uh, five Astra blades. Uh, it comes with uh, five Voskhod blades. Uh, also Gillette Platinum blades and Gillette seven o'clock blades. And I think most of these are made at that St. Petersburg plant that is being phased out. Certainly the Astras are, and I also think the Voskhods and quite possibly the Gillette Platinum. I'm not sure about the seven o'clock, but the point here is that these razors uh, contain 20 blades and those blades are most likely Astra, Rapira, Voskhod. It is going to be kind of a random sampling uh, of what you get, but you're, you'll probably get Astras and you'll probably get Voskhods or Rapiras in the, um, in the complement of blades that they send along with the razor, but it's 20 blades. So even if you don't like the razor for three bucks, you're getting 20 blades and possibly blades that have been discontinued. So if there are, the thinking here is, and I think if, I, if I'm interpreting correctly what Gary is saying here, the thinking is, is that if these blades disappear completely, there still might be enough of these razors from uh, Roman Empire shaving on the shelf that still has the Russian-made blades uh, that come along with the razor. So uh, <laughs> you still might be able to Kind of a kind of a quick hack, so to speak, in getting some of those razor blades that might no longer be available, and you'll get them for say three bucks. So uh, kind of a unique approach, uh, and uh, 
at least you'll get a nice razor and some razor blades for about $13. And again, uh, being the holiday season, if you're looking for a nice razor with some blades to give as a gift to the wet shaver in your life, check out uh, Roman Empire Shaving. I did a review on it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a great razor. And the fact that you get 20 blades uh, along with the razor, it was a really, really good deal. Uh, less than 15 bucks. I think it's like $13 on Amazon. I don't know how much it retails for at the razorbladesclub.com, but they're also available there. Uh, Roman Empire Shaving. And they have uh, several different models available. So, or at least a couple different models available. I I'm, I'm have to double check. But this is the Caesar razor, a three-piece razor. I really, really enjoyed shaving with it. Uh, and again, makes a great gift at a really, really nice price point. And also contains uh, these uh, blades that are being phased out from what we understand. So if they all disappear and you're trying to find some, hey, for 13 bucks you can get a razor and some blades, uh, providing that uh, it's kind of like the stock, the existing stock that they've had all along. So uh, I don't know. I, let me just say this as a qualifier. I don't know that once all those blades disappear, if they're not going to be uh, stocking or restocking this razor with other kinds of blades. But the thinking is maybe in the short term, if you're looking for those blades and you can't find them, you might find them packaged here with uh, the, uh, the Roman Empire shaving razors like this one here, the Caesar, because it's already been packaged, wrapped, and on a shelf someplace. So you might get lucky. I guess that's the thinking. So Gary, thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Well, that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Viewer Mark Bagwell sent along some thoughts and comments regarding our discussion on shaving brushes, synthetics, badger, bore, and if one is better than another. And Mark wrote, synthetics are getting a lot better as we know, but do they reach the level of the badger brush? No. The synthetics, like Mula, are getting closer to a silver tip, but there is still a noticeable difference. But how close is a synthetic to a Manchurian badger? Not even close. The Manchurian has stiffer hair to provide exfoliation better than the silver tip, and after its break-in period, the tips are as soft as a silver tip. This is why the Manchurian knots demand the highest prices. And remember, not all knots are alike. For example, a Simpson Best Badger is better than most companies' silver tips. So there is no way to say all silver tips are alike, or for that matter, all best badger knots. A Simpson best badger is better than most company's silver tips. So I like my synthetics, but when I truly want a luxurious experience, I reach for a silver tip. And for a truly unique experience, try a Simpson super badger. You'll swear the knot is caressing your face, it's so plush. But beware, it hogs the soap. Bore brushes are either fantastic or total junk. I always stick with three companies, Zenith, Samogue, 
or Omega. Those three always make a good brush. And I can agree with that. Uh, and I believe that the Zenith brush, which Mark Bagwell introduced me uh, to, uh, is probably the best of the three, in my opinion. But they're, all three of them are very, very good. But I prefer the Zenith. Uh, he continues here, so which type of knot is the best? I use all three. And I suppose horsehair is also very good, but I've not used one. I haven't used one either. Again, I'll leave it to the viewers. If you've used a horsehair shaving brush, please comment below and let us know. And he wraps up by saying, I like your timeless handle. You can pop in any knot you feel like using that day. Yeah, absolutely. This, uh, this adjustable shave brush handle from Timeless Razor is absolutely fantastic. I happen to have a uh, Maggard Razor super high density 26 millimeter uh, brush knot in there right now. It installs very, very easily. I mean, it just swaps in and out so very, very quickly. And uh, once you have everything tightened up, it's, it's seated in there <laughs> forever. It really is a terrific, terrific uh, design. And again, you can put in any size uh, brush knot that you want to. I've used the Golden Nib 22 millimeter uh, knot. I've used a, an AP Shave Company uh, G5 uh, C, 26 millimeter shave knot in there. You know, and here's how it works. I mean, I'll just show you really quickly. You get you get a, a, a number of these uh, rubber gasket bases that go into the handle from 20 millimeters to 28 millimeters. So here is the 26 millimeter gasket right here. There's the base of the knot. You pop it in there like that, and then you pop it into the handle, and you're good to go. Well, here, I'll just show you real quickly here. Now, here's the thing. This is a 26 millimeter knot. This is a 26 millimeter knot. I don't have two 26 millimeter knot uh, gaskets. I happen to be using the 27 millimeter knot gasket uh, with this particular knot because uh, the 26 millimeter uh, base is just a little bit larger than 26 millimeters. So the really, really nice thing, as noted by uh, Jeremiah at Timeless Razor, or was it Doug who told me this? I can't remember. Is that you can go up uh, you can go up one or down one. So if you have a 26 millimeter knot that uh, doesn't quite fit the 26 millimeter base, you can use the 27 millimeter base. And that's what I've done here. This is the 27 millimeter base, and that fits a little better than the 26 millimeter uh, knot. But here is the 26 millimeter uh, AP Shave Company G5C knot. And all you do is take this uh, base, this rubber gasket base, and just set it in there like that. We're going to set the collar back on there like that, okay? And just start the threading a little bit, okay? The, the base is in there like that, okay? And then the knot goes right in there and just sits right in there like that, and you just tighten down. I just kind of push it in a little bit, tighten it down, and uh, look how fast and quickly and easily. And then it's nice and tight, and look at that. I mean, <laughs> it's set in there. This is absolutely a fantastic, fantastic shave brush handle system. Uh, you can use any size brush knot from 20 millimeters all the way up to 28 millimeters because you give they give you the gaskets for those sizing. And again, if there's a slight variation in the size of the base of that knot, uh, you can go up one or down one and get a really, really nice customized fit. So look at that. I mean, that's just, that's absolutely fantastic. Now, uh, the synthetic brushes that are out there keep getting better and better and better. We talked about 
the uh, Cyclotrode X from Phoenix Shaving. Boy, this is a 24 millimeter knot. This is a really, really terrific shaving brush. I like this knot. Nice, moderate backbone. Has really, really wonderful softness. Really, really terrific. Mark Bagwell mentioned the Mula synthetic shaving brush. This is the STF, which is available at AP Shaving Company. Boy, AP Shave Company, boy, this is really, really a terrific, terrific synthetic knot. You've got to try this STF knot. I like this a lot. This, of course, is their uh, crushed mud handle, number 84, which was uh, custom made by uh, Shave Mac. Uh, and it's kind of has a beehive look to it. But it really is a terrific, terrific shaving brush. Feels great in the hand, but this knot is really, really very, very good. I was really impressed with the STF knot. And of course, just showed you the G5C knot in the timeless brush handle. Uh, here it is, the Dinosaur Etched series of uh, shave brushes from AP Shave Company. This is a G5C knot right here. And boy, that is, that's great. I mean, you know, it's a synthetic knot, but my gosh, just passing it over my hand right here, it feels so much like this super high density badger. It's close, it's not identical, but man, oh man. I mean, look, uh, it's very, very close. And again, as I've pointed out, the synthetic shave knots are uh, easy to use and more forgiving than the badger and boar knots, which require a little more finesse and a little different approach and technique. But uh, thanks very much to Mark Bagwell for sending along those comments regarding shaving brushes. And again, folks, if, you, uh, if you've used a horse hair brush, please comment below, let us know, or send me an email at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And uh, happy to pass along your comments to all the viewers out there. And yeah, again, I'm going to look for a good horse hair brush. If you've got a brand out there of horsehair brush that you find that you feel is very, very good, send that along as well. Really do appreciate it. Thanks again, Mark, for all your wonderful comments and thoughts regarding synthetic, boar, and badger shave brushes. Really, really very helpful. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, in keeping with our discussion on shaving brushes, Al Spencer sent this along. Hi, Mark. These two brushes are my favorites and the softest synthetics I own and surprisingly, the less expensive. Uh, he's talking about the Razor Rock Plissoft 24 millimeter, which is $7.99, and Sterling's Sin 2 Band 24 millimeter shaving brush, $13.99. Uh, he continues here, I have Phoenix Shavings Amber Aerolite and two Yankee 24 millimeter Sin Tuxedo Knots. The Amber Aerolite is not as soft as the two in the photo, but softer than the two Yankees. Uh, good explanation this morning comparing the difference in brushes. One thing to mention is the ease of cleaning a synthetic brush. This could be because synthetics don't eat the lather like a badger or boar. Uh, if you get a chance, try either one of the brushes pictured. You can't beat $7.99. May your razor be sharp and your soap be slick. Al, I like that, Al. <laughs> that's a great tagline. Wow, that's wonderful. And yeah, you can't beat a $7.99 synthetic brush with that 
great performance. Really, thanks very much for, for sharing that. And also, thanks for reminding us that synthetic brushes are so very, very easy to clean. I agree. I mentioned that in a lot of my reviews, how easy it is to clean a synthetic brush. And I just forgot to mention it uh, during our discussions here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. But you are absolutely correct. A synthetic brush is so very, very easy to clean. As I say, it retains water when you want it to retain water and it throws the water off very easily and quickly when you want to remove that water. And I find just some rinsing under the tap uh, and then giving it a few vigorous shakes downward into the sink, it just throws that water off and then maybe a little buffing on the towel and it's like 95 to 98% dry. Really, really remarkable how easy it is to clean a synthetic brush compared to a badger or a boar. Absolutely agree. So thanks very much for sending along two wonderful synthetic shaving brush picks. Uh, Al, really do appreciate it. Once again, folks, the Razor Rock Plus Soft 24 millimeter synthetic shaving brush for $7.99 and Sterling's Sin, S-Y-N, Sterling's Sin 2 Band 24mm Synthetic Shaving Brush for $13.99. Al, thanks very, very much for sending along this information. We really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give me a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another Double Take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.